0: Love Talk Radio
1: Welcome to Last First Date Radio featuring interviews with experts in dating, relating and mating in midlife and now here's your host Sandy Weiner
0: Hello everybody welcome to Last First Date Radio This is Sandy Weiner, and we are one of the top rated shows about attracting and sustaining healthy relationships in midlife. And today I'm going to be speaking with author Martin Dumbleton. He's calling in from England, so you're going to hear this sexy British accent in just a minute. And he's going to talk about how to write online dating emails. That really work. He's got some great experiences that he's going to sh- share with us. And I'm really excited because online dating is such an important part of dating if you're over 40. I run a Facebook group called Your Last First Date. And in that group, uh, we have about 1,500 members now of single women over 40. And oh boy, the the stories that people tell about online dating and why it doesn't work and Uh, why their messages aren't getting answered. And I am sure that Martin is going to share some really great tips on how to write clever responses, who to message, how to message, um, and we'll hear some of his own personal stories, which is the best part. So love doesn't just happen to people who are lucky. Love happens to people who are really uh, confident of who they, about who they are. They are people who are in touch with their authentic selves. And um, so you really need to know who you are, know what your standards are, know how to communicate them with grace, with ease, know how to set clear boundaries. We just started a boundaries course, started this past Sunday. If anybody's still interested, we still have a few spots open. Um, just send an email to sandy at lastfirstdate.com, and I'll make sure you get in. Um, We have weekly phone calls. This course is jam-packed with incredible information on how to set clear boundaries in dating and relationships and how to identify toxic relationships and identify red flags early on, all kinds of amazing information that is really critical to having healthy relationships. And every week, I bring you a tip on how to be a woman of value. And this week's tip is tip number one, which is communicate clearly and graciously. So, like I just said, it is so important to know what you want, know what you need, and communicate it as clearly as possible. Don't hold it in, don't wait until you implode. Just say it, <laughs> say it kindly. Say it in a nice way that somebody can hear, but please be be open and communicate your wants and needs because people can't read your mind. Um, so I want you to uh, to know that the private Facebook group that I just spoke about, Your Last First Date, is free. Um, it's growing every day. I think we got about 50 requests today, which was a little overwhelming, but um, we have amazing members, and I would love for you to come if you would like some support, and you're a woman over 40. Sorry, Martin, you're not a woman over 40. Um, but you just have to go to Facebook and go to Your Last First Date. All right, so my special guest is Martin Dumpleton, and he started Internet dating after he was divorced. He would sometimes find a girlfriend and stop dating online, but then he'd start again after he'd been dumped. So many of the women told him that he was a funny, he was a funny writer, that he began to collect all of his dialogues and all of his messaging. And after five years of on and off dating, he looked at all the material and he realized there was enough to write a book. And that's just what he did. So everything in the book is based on exchanges with real women and the the identities have been changed to protect the innocent. Um, So we're going to talk to Martin now and find out how to write online dating emails that really work. Hey, Martin.
1: Hi, Sandy. How are you?
0: I am great. How are you on the other side of the pond?
1: (laughs) Uh, uh, Well, excited to talk to you. I have to say this is the the closest I've ever been to America. Uh, I uh, oh, have uh, well never have actually to been across the water, <laughs> so this is jolly exciting to actually have a chance to to actually speak to somebody uh, on your side of the pond, and, uh, and I'm thrilled, and thank you for having me on your show.
0: Oh, thank you for coming, and I have been to your side of the pond a few times, so I have to say you'll have to come and visit now that you've gotten a taste of how amazing we are here in America.
1: I'm just waiting for <laughs> so, the invite, Sandy.
0: Okay, well, I'm serious. <laughs> um, so let's talk about um, the online dating process Uh so it starts out with well you write a profile and then you search and sort and sift Um, so was your profile really funny like did you bring your humor into your Uh, profile
1: yeah I think I think it's very important that you write some a good profile uh, obviously, that's what the women are going to be looking at, and that's going to be what guides their choices of whether they want to write to you or not. So I think there would be uh, two things I would advise you to have. One would be be humorous, and the other one would be to to have opinions. And I can offer you maybe a, good, a few examples from uh, profiles that I've done this sort of thing with. All women say they want a, a good sense of humor. Uh, and I do a bit of running, Sandy. I'm a, you know, quite a bit of a jogger and things. So one of my profiles um, said this. It said, uh, my run chum is very sweet, but every now and then he blasts off as if he's just being kind, and he could probably win it. He's taller than the Kenyans, and judging from where the height of his head is breathing in the air, I suspect you can call it altitude training, but he can see over the trees and one of the approaching cars, so I'm sticking with him, and he has a stopwatch. That's really cool. I have a stopped watch, but that's not quite the same. So that's an example of the sort of um, uh, humor you can throw into a a profile. Uh, Something else Mm -hmm. that I think is really uh, useful to have is an opinion. If you can express a thought, an idea, um, which uh, can arouse a, a woman's interest or if it'd be vice versa, if it's a woman writing a man's interest. Um, and knowing that I was coming on your show today, um, I thought, oh, what if I can write an opinion about something that's going on in America at the moment? And so I went on the, um, the website of the uh, Washington Post this morning. Uh, and I don't know whether you've noticed, Sandy, but in America at the moment, bears are causing a bit of a problem. Bears are sort of attacking people and eating people. So Mm -hmm. so if I was writing my profile in America today, uh, I might add something like this. It might go, um, black bears in Colorado seem to be getting bolder, trying to drag campers out of their tents to eat them. It's a delicate balance. Who matters more, the campers or the bears? Can we blame the bears if they're hungry? If I swim in the sea and get eaten by a shark, it's my bad luck. I enter the sea at my own risk. Perhaps the campers have to have a kesara-sara attitude when sleeping under the stars in the bear's kingdom. So that's an opinion that's uh, not particularly political. It's not religious, so you're not going to inflame, you know, extreme opinions. But it's just a, I've thrown something out there as a, a, as a line of thought. It's a line of debate, and I'm now inviting women to come back and respond to me. I'm sure some of you will listen yeah,
0: no, that's interesting. I, I think that most people would not write stuff like that. But I like that first of all you took the time well, you took the time to um to be current and uh-huh. uh and also to be a little different because most people are having opinions about politics and they're very quick to say what doesn't work for them. But what you're doing is opening a conversation in a clever way. Um and I think that's good. I I also like people with opinions. I don't like I don't like uh, you know somebody who's just going to agree with me. Oh, you like that? Me too. Oh yeah. Well yeah, I did that too. Woo-hoo, we have so much in common. Yeah. Well, the danger you know, of
1: that's... politics, of course, is that it it can be so polemical, can't it, Sandy? Uh, and you know mm-hmm. we can be on one side of the fence or another side of the fence. It's difficult to be you know too polemic about black bears eat, eating campers in Colorado you know obviously nobody wants it somebody's going to say we should have a colored of black bears the black bear and conservationists will probably say we need a color the campers so you know there'll be various things but it's, it's a kind of a good humoured and low uh low temperatured kind of conversation that you're having with those people you know so it's we're not going to inflame opinions too much I don't think with those it's a, it's a safe area to go to
0: yeah I think you don't want to get too inflamed um and um, also because you don't know each other yet, it's okay to have those Absolutely. kinds of conversations. Yeah. When you know somebody, it could be fun to have a heated discussion as long as it doesn't get nasty and disrespectful. Um, but so you're saying that you would put this in your
1: profile
0: or in a in a message? Which which would you uh, no, do? No, I
1: would. I would probably put that actually in the profile. Um, that that mm. sort of thing, just because that invites people in. Um, the message is a sort of um. Somewhat difficult. I mean, one of the first things you've got to do is, uh, if you're going to try and start to write messages to women, you have to read her profile really carefully. Um, there's a lot of profiles, right. of course, that are somewhat similar. How many times have you read? Uh, if you read women's profiles, they say things like, um, uh, "I'm happy in jeans and Wellingtons, but I brush up pretty well, and I'm kind and loyal." The number of times I've read that, you know, is. it's it's difficult to quantify. So I'm looking for something different. Um, And I'll offer you an example from uh, the book, actually. Uh, There was a woman that uh, was talking about her children, uh, and she said that uh, one of her children, I'll read it to you, she said, uh, I have two children. One is an excellent swimmer and diver, and he can make splashless entries into the pool, which I admire. And I thought, right, there's two lines of entry here, I read a profile. We're talking about water. We're talking about splashing. So I came back and said, um, I swim, but I'm avoiding the advice of a friend to hold my breath during butterfly. If I start off from the shallow end on the hour, I'm usually out of my depth by quarter past. And that's a long time to be without oxy- oxygen. Uh, and as far as the splash of centuries, I said, uh, I can't even do one of those in my diary. There's usually a coffee or wine stain somewhere to betray whilst, what I do whilst I'm writing. So they're always actually you know, reading very carefully about um, what they've said. Another good thing you need to do when you're writing to people is, um, is try and ask them questions about what they've written. If, they can possibly, um, if they've given you any sort of inroad, let's take it. For example, um, there was one woman who uh, was writing about Thailand. She said, um, I've just come back to the UK after living in Thailand which was a country full of wonders. So I thought, right, we need an open-ended question. So I said, um, the Far East fascinates me, and I hope you can tell me a little about your stay in Thailand, because I'm thinking of going there next year. And that was a lie. I actually wasn't thinking of going there next year, but I thought, well, let's just get her opening up on Thailand, and at least that way she's engaging perhaps in what is, after all, everybody's favorite subject, which is themselves getting her to talk about uh-huh. herself and she's and she's really happy about that and it's going to open her up. Uh, another thing you could do is expose a little of um, vulnerability. Uh, um, I think everybody like um, we don't want to think that our people that are talking to us uh, are perfect. Um, 100% people we like to see that they've, um, they've got their flaws and things um, so I found a humorous one. A woman was talking about uh, the fact that she enjoyed paddling in a canoe and so I said uh, I need to start with an apology. I'm rather poor in a canoe. Whether this is because one arm is stronger than the other, I'm not sure, but I go around in circles a lot. People watching think I have a fascination with a particular fish lurking beneath the surface, but it's my unequal arms to blame. So there's, there's a bit of um, self-deprecation, Sandy, which mm-hmm. I like to think is endearing. So those, those three things, reading profiles, seeing inroads seeing in into them, See if you can find open-ended questions uh, to ask them and then trying to be um, uh, p- poking fun at yourself uh, a ways to to certainly disarm your readers I think
0: yeah that's that's really good advice um, So you know what I'm hearing is that you you have a clever way with words and I think a lot of listeners are going to think well I'm not that a clever um, so what advice do you have for people who can't come up with you know they're not such wordsmiths
1: um I think just just being themselves if they, even if they can't necessarily be um quite so articulate and maybe you know they' haven't, uh, uh, you know they're not quite so used to writing um and most people have still got imaginations and they've still got brains and they can and it's not live they're not doing this you know off the cuff they could just t- take time to formulate your opinions and i think most people will be surprised uh, how if they just sit down and begin to think well, what what can i say to this person what what do i know about this subject that they've written to for example swimming if i ask you to you know offer some opinions on swimming initially you might go oh i don't know i never really thought about swimming but you know if you sat down at the wall what do swimmers do they move their legs they they breathe out of the water you, there's lots of things that you could you know uh, uh, aspects of swimming that you could possibly explore and I don't think you need to have a, a huge writing skill you just need to spend a little bit of time uh, cogitating on, on on what whatever that person has written um, could mean to you
0: yeah yeah I, I agree I think people have to think a little outside the box because people tend to be very generic in messaging, and it's not appealing. I mean, you know, a lot of the messages I get online are, hi, or you're pretty, or... Yeah. I mean, it's just... I, yeah, thank I don't get, you. I don't get
1: so many of those, Sandy, I have to say. Not so <laughs> you don't many get the pretty ones? I think they don't tell me I'm pretty, No. Uh, <laughs> after they've looked at my profile pictures. That's not a comment that I get very much, I'm sorry to say. But there you go.
0: <laughs> I don't know that you want to be called pretty, by
1: the way. No, but, no I don't um handsome, handsome will be all right. But it, unfortunately, handsome will I lost, lost nice. my hair a long time ago, Sandy. So, well, I can't, I can't hair even, isn't you everything, know,
0: so uh, you know. One thing I've learned at this age is that we have to course correct for, you know, being that much older from the time we dated in our twenties.
1: It's,
0: People it's don't scary, look the same, it, you... and we don't look the same. <laughs> Now, I look
1: in the mirror and think, how did I, you know, I look at pictures of me from, you know, from 18, and I had as much hair on my head as I had underneath my chin, and now there's none anywhere. Do you think, what happened? Where did it go? Yep. I don't know, Sandy. Things Age shift. Took it right. away. I, I tend to think <laughs> aging is kind of to women, you know. Men lose their hair, and they, you know, and, and they get sort of, uh, And they 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 get cauliflowers sprouting out of their ears, and I think ageing is pretty unkind to men. Women seem to grow old far more. Certainly, the the women you know that you're speaking to on your show seem to be growing old old far more gracefully than I did.
0: Well, I think I think it's just a matter of women take a lot more time, maybe going for beauty treatments and spending time on their clothes, you know, money on (laughs) clothes and. But anyway, I I do think that we all have to just love ourselves for who we are now and and the experience that we have has really made us into pretty amazing people. I mean, I personally, I like dating much better at this age than I did in my 20s because – because I know what I'm doing and I, I enjoy being able to speak up and to show up and to, you know, to connect with men in a much deeper way than I was able to when I was younger. And
1: possibly far more assertive now, Sandy, than you were when you were 20 because, you know, you've grown in confidence and you, um, and you feel that, um, you know, you, you have a sense of ownership of yourself now in a way that perhaps you didn't yeah. do back in your 20s.
0: Yeah, I think so. And I think that's true for a lot of people, you know, and if they're not yet assertive enough, I certainly help them with that when we work together in coaching because, you know, it's all about getting out of your comfort zone and doing things that you are not so comfortable doing to to achieve something that you really want very badly in your life, which love is definitely worth, worth the effort.
1: And I think you have to also acknowledge, you know, it's a kind of comfort to us uh, as, as daters, that when we meet somebody for the very first time, we're not the only one that's feeling uncomfortable that other person mm-hmm. is also feeling that same experience, that, that lack of certainty, that lack of surety. What's going to happen? Which way is it going to go? Is it going to be a big success? Is it going to be a, a terrible disaster? You know, and I've had a good few of those. Um, and there's, there's no way of knowing. I mean, one of, another useful piece of advice I would uh, suggest to your listeners is that emailing is not enough. Uh, I, I did this once with one woman and had only emailed her. Uh, and then we agreed to have a... Uh, a date together, um, without, first of all, speaking on the telephone, uh, and it was a total disaster. It was like an instantaneous mutual repulsion, which, it, which we held for one another, and then we had to sit there for a couple of hours as we sort of w- went through the, the, uh, the pretense of, you know, uh, of getting along nicely when it was quite clear that both of us wanted to be Somewhere else. So I think one of the ways that you can get a a sense for what a person is like is just to speak to them on the telephone. But perhaps the progression might go um, an email through the dating site, an email outside the dating site. Uh, a telephone call, perhaps even then a chance to Skype them and actually have some sort of video conferencing call with them uh, before you finally meet. And, and if you take those stages, then I think we each – at any point in that, of course, you can you can withdraw. You can pull the plug and go, I don't think this is going to quite – it's not going to work out quite the way I see it. But if each of those stages and those steps is comfortable for you, then that's a, a, a really great progression if, if we get to the top step, that is.
0: Um, yeah, and I had a similar <laughs> – had a similar situation when I first started dating online where I fell in love with somebody over the phone um, not just through email but it started with a phone call that lasted three hours and then we spoke every oh, single day yeah. for for like five days we were talking about marriage I mean this is like insane uh, and I, you know I knew nothing I was totally vulnerable and, and not very well versed in in how people you know really connect and I was totally repulsed by him in person. I mean he was not with me. So that at least you had mutual repulsion, I have to say that was that was to your advantage. But I don't think I lasted an hour. Um
1: yeah I, I really
0: No I just I I couldn't even be in the same space with him and it was just like I call it. I, I I really use the metaphor of like a balloon that that you popped a balloon like that balloon was just like filled with so much air and you have so much expectation and anticipation and then boom, Bang, totally and done. Down it
1: went. Yeah. Uh, had it, yeah. What were you going mean, to say? One of the um, uh, I was going to say that in the book at one stage um I do find love, uh and uh, and I found it very much through through the phone calls that uh, there was this this woman who uh. Uh, I, the, 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 the one who was in Thailand actually, that particular woman uh, we um, started off with a few emails and then I said to her, go on, phone me I dare you, and she did pick up the phone and we chatted for, you know, for like, an hour the first night and then three hours the next night, and very much like the, the situation you're describing uh, but when we did eventually meet well, we got on like an absolute house on fire it was like you know, we'd known each other for years so, so we didn't have uh-huh. the shock that you had so, but yeah, I mean, a happy ending So, but that
0: that happens too so I'm glad you're bringing in the other side of it because people can they can connect um, through email, there are people who stay on email and phone calls for a couple months until they finally meet in fact my mother just gave me an article that was in the New York Times Modern Love section about a couple that met through FaceTime and Uh finally met in person I don't know the end of it yet but um, I'm looking forward to reading this article. It's called Hanging Up, Then Trying to Connect. A FaceTime couple finds that bonding face-to-face is harder than just holding up a phone. Um, So we have to be comfortable, I think, doing what works best for us. And I think not everybody knows what works best for them, Um, but it is important to, you know, if, if you've had experiences like we have where, not meeting soon enough cause you to have false expectations. Then, then try and meet as fast as you can because there is nothing that replaces
1: face to face. A lot of women, I've read a lot of profiles on like that Sunday where they say, uh, I'm not, I can't be bothered with writing. I just want to meet you straight away, and then we can just sort out, you know, whether you know you're going to be for for me. And then other women, you know, want to go much more slowly. And I think you, the, the key mm-hmm. thing is you have to respect. The pace that the other person wants to go at. Uh, and if you try to push it, either, uh, you know, if you try to go faster than the other person wants to go, you know, they're just going to be sort of moving away from you. So if you want somebody to come towards you, you've got to try and read how fast they go. And you can gauge that pretty easily by the, 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 the warmth of the emails you, you get back. You know, someone, somebody, um, one of the ones that I used to get a lot, of, actually still do, is uh, one that goes, uh, I'm sorry, but you live too far away. Uh, mm-hmm. And in fact, um, I don't quite actually live in a, a place called um, England. I live in a, 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 a country just next door called Wales. And in Wales, we've got uh, an awful lot of mountains and sea, uh, but we don't have quite so many people. and We have an awful lot of sheep. So I think possibly when they said uh, <laughs> you live too far away, they actually meant it. You know, I really did. So you do have to respect these things.
0: Yeah, well, sorry about that. I, I had a feeling you didn't live in England, and I, I – <laughs> sorry, I messed that up. But uh, – <laughs> Um yeah, unless you're into dating sheep, that's gonna be a problem. But um Yeah, I'm not
1: into dating sheep, no. I'm no. Eating, eating <laughs> you could put, put that in your know.
0: profile actually. It could be kinda of funny.
1: <laughs> I would some <have> <laughs> very strange women Sunday if I did that. I don't think I'm gonna <laughs> do
0: that one. <laughs> you can talk you can use the word you, E-W-E. W E. I'd like to date you. Oh yeah, good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Okay. You. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Enough sheep yeah, jokes. Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah let's so so tell us really quickly um, some of the other key lessons that you learned so you, you mentioned about you know dates that you want to not just you want to meet as soon as possible um, emailing is not enough what, what are some of the other really important okay. lessons you learned um, along the, the, the big way
1: lessons. Um, you have to stop second-guessing what is going on in the woman's mind and in her life uh, and if she doesn't write to you uh, uh, it could be because she's met somebody else. It could be because she's just busy. It could be that she's changed her mind. Maybe she's gone back to her husband. There's lots of possible reasons why. So I think mm-hmm. we, we get very anxious when when we're trying to get involved with people. Why haven't they written to us? Why haven't they communicated? And I think we just have to step back and go, well, we, we've no idea what's going on in life lives. You know, they might have had a bereavement. Who knows what's going on? So, so be far more relaxed about it, and, and perhaps less engaged in, in the concern. I think that, that would be one big lesson. And then also, I think not to take it personally. If, if somebody uh, turns around and says, "Look, you're not for me. I'm sorry. I don't think we're quite a good match," and I've had that more times than I care to count, um, then just you know, just accept that there are many people. There are many people who it's a huge C. It's a massive sea in which all these fish are swimming around, and some of the, our perfect ideal you know, fellow fish might be on the other side of the Atlantic, for all we know, or they might be right next <laughs> to us with no idea. So you just have to be um, really relaxed about it and kind of philosophical and go, well, uh, that one didn't work out, but back we go. Back we go. We jump back in again, and who knows? There might be, as you know, there's a website, isn't there? Plenty of fish in the sea. And mm-hmm. so Plenty of fish, right? And don't take it personally, and and stop trying to get inside the other person's head, because you're never going to do it.
0: I could not agree with you more. One of my one of my free giveaways on my website is Why Did He Disappear? It's about the um, top ten reasons why men disappear, and you know it's really we have no idea. <laughs> we have no idea why people disappear. Um, sometimes it is something that we do or say that that we need to really look at. Are we doing things that are offensive? Um, some of the points I have are really to look within. But most of the time, it's just random and it has nothing to do with you. And and it's not you'll never know the answer if you just stay in your head. So it's important exactly. to just keep moving on and not beat yourself yeah, up. Yeah,
1: exactly. Move on. Close close that door and open another one, and uh, and there you go. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, yeah, we needed to talk about these books, didn't we, thinking about sort of yeah, things so that we give away? Yes, I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. Oh, great, okay. Yeah, so talk, um, so talk to idea, us about Sandy, that. that. Okay, great, thank you. I had this idea that um, I've, got, um, I've ordered some of the hard copies of my book uh, that have, have arrived here, and I had decided, uh, you know, for your listeners, I'd like to run a little competition, if that's okay with you. Uh, and all mm-hmm. I wanted them to do was to send me an email uh, uh, with the title in it, Sandy. And I'm going to close this competition at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the 16th of July, and five lucky winners will get a signed copy of the book that I'll post to them from Wales. Uh, and in the email address, if I give it to you now, is martindumbleton at yandex.com. So if your listeners want to say hello to me, Martin Dumbleton uh, Yandex.com, put Sandy in the title. Then we're going to get one of those uh, random selectors off the Internet uh, next uh, after next weekend to pick out five winners. Be, what a awesome. to, be able to send some books across. And so, I'll be uh, putting
0: this in the show notes, so I appreciate oh, the uh, the offer. And um, Yandex, Yandex right. is Y-A-N-D-E-X.com yes, for is. anybody Y-A-N-D-E-X. who's not Y-A-N-D-E-X. familiar. That's with. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah. Not a, that's not a familiar
1: and, and um, so company to people over here. Eye. Yeah, Martin
0: with
1: an oh, I, yes. with a y. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, and what's the name of the book? We don't think we even mentioned the name oh, of the really book.
1: Oh, golly gosh. The name of the book is I'm Willing to Lie About How We Met. Dating oh, right. dialogue Great. dialogue with Martin Doubleton. So if they were unlucky enough not to win, they can find it on Amazon. It's it's there. I'm Willing to Lie About How We Met.
0: Love it. Yeah. Um so thank you so much, Martin, for coming on the show today and for giving hey, us some food for thought.
1: It's been a, it's been a real thrill, you know? I wish I could be there. Tell me what you The show finishes in a couple of minutes. There's, a, there's an airplane leaving Manchester Airport in about uh, two hours' time. What time do you get off tonight? <laughs>
0: that was a joke. Come on over. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a live workshop you on you online like dating something. soon. You can, you can come and lead part of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would <will> be fun. <laughs> Sandy, it you for be you on be fun. All right. Thank you fun. so
0: much, Martin. Good luck with your book. Good luck with your dating. You. And uh hope you find love. And everybody else who's listening, I hope you go on your last first date very soon. Have a wonderful day.